You, you, you are an idiot, and you know what they say about opinions, right? I don't give a damn. They like, eh, eh. don't you even start. Yes, sir. Girl, come on. I don't give a damn. I'm ready. Uh-uh. You always ready. You stay ready because you ain't got to get ready. You already know because mm. it's about what? See, she's, she's on. Cheers, partner. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, now my hair, when I think of home, I think of a place where that <laughs> love overflow. <laughs> First of all, I'm mad you, because you... <laughs> I'm mad you know the fucking song, but you ain't seen the fucking movie. You done pissed me off. <laughs> oh, I swear you gonna get your black card revoked. Why have the black history month get over? No, I'm not. You ain't seen the whiz. Ooh, I still can't believe it. But anyway, hey guys. Clips. Little clips. It's on. You know what? Little clips and shit. Not little clips and shit. Yeah, little clips and shit. All right, Dorothy. All right, we're going to sit down one day and watch it. Just one day and just watch The Wiz all the way through. Please. I hope I make it. And I'm telling you, you're going to be entertained, especially watching it with me. If you watch The Wiz with you me and my mom. Headphones and a blindfold so you can shut the fuck No, I'm not, because I'm going to entertain you on all the songs, honey. Okay, as soon as they start. You can't win. The Scarecrow. All of that shit. Follow the yellow big rule, all of it. Yes, me. I'm telling you, you're going to be entertained watching it with me. Trust me. Anyway, hey guys, we are we back. Another episode of Teacher's Own Podcast. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Miss Lomax. And I'm the other one, Sunken Shot. Uh, I was waiting for the It's His Eye. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Anywho, Cheers, we back in the building, you guys. Um, we just had an awesome episode before you guys with the guys, the gentlemen of the Juice Box Podcast. We want to thank them again for joining us. Yes, we are bringing it to you different a little today with the Zoom once again because it was convenient for what we needed to do. Yeah. So, what's been going on, partner? <sighs> Work. Pod. work and more work right I, th- I just think it's been a, like we were talking about in the last episode the bipolar weather has been making things real sluggish as you guys can hear my voice <clears throat> the weather has been getting to me I already sound like a constipated 12 year old but when the weather gets to me it's even worse girl I'm done so, anyway <clears throat> sorry you guys but we still needed to bring you guys this episode, keep the consistency going, and keep it yes. rolling. So, wasn't no weather going to stop no show. Nope. Okay. So, you want to jump right into it, Brandon? You want to hit them off with the first topic? I'm not sure if you got some what's going on. That's been, that's been news. I don't think it's really... Uh, oh, one thing I just wanted to mention. Shout out to Method Man. He did get an NAACP award for... Um, uh, give me one second. I saved it because I wanted to make sure I had it correct for him. Method Man won the award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series for his role in Power. Power 
too. So shout out to you both of me. We are excited. Although we are now at the top of March when you got, oh, we'll be maybe in the middle of March by the time you guys get this episode. I'm sorry. So anyway, it'll be old, but nevertheless, we still want to get him in his props. So let's go ahead and jump right into a partner. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure we said that. No, that's cool. You good? So the first topic that we have for this evening is freedom of speech. Oh, Lord. Now I got it. Now I got it. And when I think about, when I was thinking about this and I was looking at this topic, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, damn, they say in America, you can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. You can. I mean, but you can, but to a certain extent, certain things can get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. Gonna get you in trouble with the law and some things gonna get you in trouble with the streets. Right. (laughs) And let's be clear. There's some things that you can't even say about certain people without getting you in trouble with the law like you can't make certain threats towards the president or make certain statements even towards the president or members of you know congress or members of the government because that is considered a a a, a legal you know act against the law and you can legally get you know legal consequences for that um i got taught that very young especially when it was king of presidents that i didn't like you know, you know, Christine, don't say that. You get in trouble for that. Oh, can I? I can really go to jail? Really? Damn. So, you know, I had to be very careful with my words because I'm a person who I just start spitting fire, typically. I, mean, I, I, you, I hear it all the time. You but you, like, yeah. Yeah. Number and number apparently four. I can climb the walls of the White House, too, and break in that bitch, but I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm. A mess. Shameful. <laughs> A sin of shame. Yeah, a sin of shame. The most recent example that we have of that is the situation I think we talked about in another episode. Um, the situation with Tasha K and Cardi B. And that oh yeah, real sticky for her. her no, I don't think we got into it in, in in the episode, but that that's a very big thing. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't you can't make up things about people. What's the difference between being on somebody, you know how we call it in Philly, making jokes on somebody, roasting, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> Excuse me. But when you just making accusations and putting accusations out there about somebody without mm-hmm. knowing, having any history or any circumstantial evidence to try to lean towards that, and you just completely made it up because you said what you felt like saying that day, but it ultimately hurt this person's career, it hurt their character. Right. The way they were able to move and make business in some of the rooms that they were able to be and move around in. Yeah, you got to pay for that. And mm-hmm. Sasha said she ain't got it. Yes, she did. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that part. Because I didn't were- think she did, to be honest. I really didn't. I really didn't think she had, to be honest. I'm sorry. She might, but she might be paying that. She might be paying that. Again, I said, I didn't think. I don't know. I'm not making accusations, people. Let's be clear. I don't know what that woman's network is. I could be absolutely wrong. But she says she ain't got it. Yeah, that's what I heard. I mean, but that little bit of money, I ain't gonna say a little bit of money because it's a lot of money to most of, to most of us, but that's really not a whole bunch of money to her. Oh, to Cardi B? Right, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. But it's the principle. It's the principle, here. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I, and I think behind closed doors, they might settle that out to a lower number or just kind of be on some shit like, 
you know, you can't say my name or write about me again or some shit. You know what I mean? Right. Because I think understandably, Cardi will will know that she doesn't have all of that to pay her. It was just the principle, like you said. So we need to go through this whole entire process for you to understand that you cannot fucking play with me like this. And if I know Cardi tried to cost me something, right? That you actually tried to cost me something. Yeah, real shit. You already know. You already know. It was the time I was me that. Focus be drawling. Listen. Okay. So I think she I really think she went through this entire process to make a point to say you can't you can't just play with any old fucking body and see be honest. I would I would have done the same thing if I was in Cardi's position. I'd have done the same thing. So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it didn't just teach not only Tasha a lesson, but the rest of us creators, you got to be very careful about the way that you move, the things that you're saying, especially, again, us podcasters. We're on a very informal platform. Everybody yep. can't, you can't just get in front of a mic and in front of an audience and say any and everything you be bold and bad enough to say. Although, we may feel as though bring on all the consequences, but let's be very clear, depending on what those consequences are. Some of us may not be ready for those and with the, the fire and the heat that that brings. So mm-hmm. just like in, in, in Cardi's other words, be careful with me. It's not a threat or a warning. Be careful. Sounds I, like instruction. You know I like that. Album. Sounds like instruction. Don't do that. You know I like that. <laughs> but I mean, have you ever got in trouble for saying something? Like for speaking your mind? Yes, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I don't even lie. I'm known for getting in trouble, like not more so currently, but I had a history of getting in trouble at work for saying some shit that mm-hmm. everybody else was scared to say. Mm-hmm. Or just the person just didn't want to hear what you had. It wasn't even necessarily that you was wrong. She said they just didn't want to hear. Of what you had to say at that mm-hmm. time kind of doesn't go down. Well. I can be that friend too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. Don't no, yell at her. Don't yell at her. You eat young, but you yell a little too hard for me. I was saying like that. I was saying, yeah, but sometimes it just doesn't go down. No, that well. yeah was a little too hard for me. I ain't like this. Is... <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry, I got hold on. I am so sorry. I just had to let that out. Nevertheless, you know how you just had to cough real hard, but I didn't want it to be. Yeah. 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 So I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. It'll still be in the audio. Sorry. Um. Nevertheless, <laughs> um, I used to always get in trouble for talking a lot, talking too much in class. Like I was the kind of kid back in school used to have an A as a grade, but you would have a three for your behavior. My mom and my mom could never figure it out. Like, how you get an A in the three? Because I say what the fuck I want and I'm done my work. Like, what do you want me to say? And like you said, I mean, I'm, I've made plenty of mistakes having freedom of speech. I didn't concentrate, Father, forgive me. Um, I've been very open at work to the point where I've gotten called out from, you know, superiors and directors. I've gotten called out in a, I got called out in a courtroom in front of a judge. Not even about what I said, 
about my facial expression. So that's another thing that people that we got to be aware about. With sir, speech is not speech is not just about what we say. Sometimes it's our body body language and my Ursula voice. What's wrong? So what do you want your face to look like exactly? I'm confused. I mean, but I tell people often, I'm one of those people, whatever I'm not saying, my face is going to say. So either way, okay. you're going to know what it is that I'm thinking. Okay. So you, you shit out of luck with me. <laughs> I'm saying it like that's not me sometimes. <laughs> Girl, I know I know your whole face. You said, I know what's what? wrong. I'm tired. Y'all, you ain't tired. You're sick of being you over in line. I'm tired. That's my favorite line. I'm not gonna lie. When I'm when I want that's my default line. Then you gotta be like this. Yeah. I'm tired is my default line. I'm not gonna even lie. Like if I don't feel like being bothered or if I don't feel like explaining myself to the person who's asking me or whatever, and somebody asks me what's wrong, I'm tired is my default defense. I I just recognize that and just thinking out loud. I will often say, oh, what's wrong? You everything all right? No, I'm just tired. Well, I'm wrong for saying I'm tired. How I'm wrong? No, but I took I'm the time to... Yeah. No, you're not, you're not wrong, friend. What I'm saying is that I took this time to be self-aware and to recognize that the, the actions that, that you also display, I use as well. And now I'm understanding why I use it. So this is this was just a self-awareness moment for me. Mm-hmm. I was not not coming down on you. It, it was as I noticed something about you, I also noticed something about myself. Bitch, that's why we friends. You right. You right. Yeah. Patrick Cheers. and Malone. Nope. Patrick and Malone. Nope. I don't know why, but I thought about that movie recently, so I said I was gonna watch it. Shout out to Tuchin play that game. Cause that's that shit. Shout out to can play that game. But I mean, as we wrapping up, I guess the topic of freedom of speech, we know that we we coming out of black history, man. Either you want nine violent or you want by any means necessary. <laughs> I feel like there's very two two very extremes to you know people's perspective perspectives when it comes to their freedom of speech. Either you gonna go all out there or you just kind of not gonna really say too much. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. And I'm and y'all know what I'm gonna always do. Right. We can't. We just can't with you. Anywho. Okay. I can't with you. Moving forward. So the next topic is hurt people hurt people. <laughs> God knows I never meant to hurt you. <laughs> what movie was that? that so I feel like somebody said this in a movie. Like what? hurt people, people. Which is it, it I feel like they said it in quite a few, maybe either movies or series, but it was it's one like really popular one that I believe that you may be referring to. Yeah, and I just can't think of the name of it for some reason. Um, I really can't. Like, I'm sitting here thinking I can't think of the name of it. Well, realistically, I mean, I'm not going to, going to get into detail, but based on my recent experience, we do know that hurt people hurt people. 
Oh yeah. Trust and trust and believe. Yes, they do. Um, or at least they try to. Right. Especially when, unfortunately, and we're women, and we just have to be real about it. When when women are hurt, we tend to want to lash out and hurt others because we're hurt as well. Sorry. And that's just that's just the reality of it. Um, we want to get our shit off, and we somebody got to pay for it. Let us not be like that anymore, though. Like, like think about it. Jasmine Sullivan said, "I bust the windows out your car." Right. Um, you when you think about that aspect, when you think about the aspect of the maybe the Left traumatized right. You think about maybe a traumatized child, maybe who has yeah. some vindictive or some harboring feelings against their maybe parents for whatever reason, maybe some abuse or things growing up. And then that man right. So you talk about you know, trauma relationships. Yeah, there's so many different dynamics of how hurt people can hurt people, but how can we heal? From there, I know we talk a lot about on our show about therapy and getting that piece. And I know I'm a person that I'll preach therapy, but I won't go. I'm not gonna even lie. I'll just I'll just go ahead and be honest. I don't feel like I'm a person that personally can benefit from it, or at least not at this time, because I just feel like I will go in there and play in the therapist's face. So I'm not gonna even do that. Let the people who genuinely want help at this time go ahead and get it. And need yeah. it. I mean, right now, I don't feel like I need it. And I damn sure don't want it. I don't, nobody else sit down and talk to me after my fucking ear. But nevertheless, some of people do though. Some people need guidance because they hurt. Hurt people need guidance. Little, little GPS. Right. And no. I will say for it's it's interesting because like I said, especially from my, my recent experience. Although it was although it was very personal, my professionalism had arisen in the situation. You know, when you see a, another person in crisis, naturally, sometimes you know, as a clinician, as I like to call us, because we are, although we operate our our physical work rules in different aspects, we are clinicians. We have to utilize those clinical tools in order to work with our consumers every day. Mm-hmm. So, although in my personal situation. You know, I recognize somebody was hurt. I had to bring in my professional skills in order to navigate through the situation. And it was just, it wasn't scary at all. It was just interesting. And it just goes to show that you never know who's hurting. You know what I mean? It's just like how people always say, you know, say good morning or smile at somebody. You never know when the last time, you know, someone said hello to them or somebody was nice to them. You never know what somebody else is going through. True. It's the absolute truth. You know what I mean? You know, one day somebody may be lashing out about something that may have happened two or three months ago or two or three years ago. Some people, people harbor things and go through things differently. So I may be able to heal from something. I may have gone through an abusive relationship. And the, the tools I have, the support that I have, the, the services and the things that I might have been able to, to receive during that time may have been able to get may have helped me get through that situation faster than somebody who has not. It may take somebody else two, three, four, maybe five or 10 years to get over a physical abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. So 
in that aspect, we need to be more understanding that when we, I say that to say, sometimes, especially when you know that you're not the direct reason or the direct culprit on why this person is feeling the way, the way that they're feeling, sometimes us as humans on the opposite side has to take a pause and say, let me look at, look at this hurt person and let me kind of see where I can help them. How can I help them heal? It's not always about being responsive and reactive to something because two wrongs don't make it right. Mm-hmm. That's a classic line we all grew up on. Yep, it's like, how can I insert myself here to make the situation, better, you know, pan out better? Right, and sometimes you don't even think about it. I mean, especially in our role as clinicians, sometimes you just do it without even thinking about it. And I, I genuinely feel like in my recent situation, I did it without even thinking about it. Yeah, that's why I always say you kind of like, sort of like never clock out, honestly. Yeah, you do say it all the time. So now, now that you know, you know, you have this mm-hmm. experience situations arise and it's just like, you know, well, I'm not going to react like the typical person because I already know that's not going to get me anywhere. Right. I have to think, be smart, take a step back, take a deep breath and don't respond. Kind of take off that regular hat and put on the professional hat in that moment and just, you know, assess it and, you know, move forward with the with your best judgment. So, yeah, that's all you can really do. Because, I mean... At the end of the day, we'd all know somebody that's hurt, that's out here still hurting motherfuckers every day. So, and we all, and I believe every single person in this world, no matter how happy we are, it is still something that causes us to hurt. Everybody has some, we all got an Achilles heel. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? We all have a weakness. You know what I mean? So, there's something that we're all still healing from, no matter how big or small it is. So we all have to make, just make the mature decision that if we're hurting, we, we got to make healing is a choice, period. I will say that. I will say that. And, and it's a choice regardless if you're a person who hurts people on accident because mm-hmm. of what you went through or a person who is very vindictive and who is very, you know, who knows what they're doing, who is intentionally hurting people. And those are the other kinds of hurt people that hurt people too. But regardless of which one of those, which one of those you may fall under, and I'm not saying I'm any better than you, but I definitely don't want to be a person that's going to hurt people either on purpose. But that's just for me personally, kind of like the lesser of two evils, whatever. Because you don't know what the outcome could be, but I just feel like ultimately it's still a choice. You got to make that choice. It's a choice to heal. It's a process. And it's, it's, you got to keep making a choice. It's not just like, yeah, you might make a split decision one day, but it's something that you got to just keep putting the work in for. It's not something that's just instantly gratifying, like at all. So yeah, definitely a thing that I feel like I want to see less of. Yeah. More here. And I know, yeah, I agree. And I know that people, we, again, we often promote and push the idea of, you know, going to therapy, there are different types of therapy, you know, music therapy, art therapy, there, you know, you got groups, all women groups, all men groups, there's very different, different types. And especially now that we had the unfortunate insertion of the pandemic, a lot of places are offering telehealth, you don't actually have to go in, you can do it virtually, 
You can do it very comfortably from your own home. Um, yeah. You can, or you can, you can have that one-on-one or that group experience from at home. So take advantage of it. I would just say, you know, or even if it's just, I don't need to talk to somebody every day. I just need to talk to somebody during those moments when I'm feeling something. Call the crisis line. Philadelphia has a crisis line. There's a national crisis line. There's an 800 number and a text line. Mm-hmm. You can, literally, you can, I think it's crisis 41 or 71. I'll get it and I'll find it if we can, you know, if we can, I'll definitely have it. And we can actually put it in the description of this episode, specifically just as like a marker for those who may need it. Mm-hmm. Period. Resource. Yeah. It's a resource, period. Like I say, whether you want to talk to somebody consistently or you just need to talk to somebody when you have in a moment, just to kind of get it off your chest and find some more resources that if you need to use them ongoingly, you can. Yep, you should, because dumping on your friends isn't always good either. It's not, because I'm I'm not that friend anymore. I used to be, but I'm not her anymore. I'm just not. I'm just not. Because you know what I figured... I'm not the friend that most people like to hear to to get dumped on. So why the fuck am I gonna let somebody do it to me? Yeah. Nobody right. normally likes to hear. I'm I'm normally not the friend that people like to call and hear complain about shit. So I'm no longer going to be their friend. Sorry. Love y'all, but y'all wanna hear my fucking mouth, I wanna hear yours. <laughs> Don't get on my nerves. So I mean, am I wrong for that? No. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure we're just checking. It's the way you said it, of course. <laughs> well, how else was I supposed to say it? As usual. Uh, well, I said they I love you. They said the same thing about me. It's okay. Listen, y'all know I'm a B-I-T-C-H. The <laughs> B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> You the head bitch in charge. Okay, B-H-B-I-C. Okay? No no Tiffany, okay? <laughs> this ain't flavor I love. <laughs> okay? Period. Uh, stop. So, I mean, it is what it is. So, hurt people, we're going to leave that information in the description for you guys on this episode. So, look out for that. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about that for me personally. I don't want to share much more. Me either, but this it definitely goes perfectly with the next topic, which we have down is um, retraining your thoughts. Mm. That in itself is a process. I have to do that. It's it's something that I'm still even doing, especially with Mm -hmm. certain certain thoughts. With certain thoughts too, in particular. So yeah, trying to replace it with something positive and just and again I do think that unfortunately we have to retrain ourselves from being hurt and that's part of the healing process so it kind of goes hand in hand when you know that it's kind of like and I I hate to kind of always use the same examples but it's kind of like having a, a cheating man a cheating husband, cheating man, whatever the case may be. You don't want to think that every man is a cheater, although there's a lot of women out here who feel like that. But mm-hmm. that's not necessarily true. 
So you don't want to feel like every man that you date is going to be a cheater just because the last one hurt you oh so bad. You have to retrain your thought process. You have to regain trust. Mm -hmm. Retrain and regain. Okay, people? Retrain and regain. Yep. You have to regain trust in someone no matter what. When somebody hurts you, no matter how it is, you have to regain trust in them, whether it's a platonic relationship, a romantic relationship, business, no matter what. You have to regain trust in that person. Yep. Period. And that goes on. That trust that's being regained is responsible on both parties. Mm-hmm. Because it's up to, to you to to show me that I'm able to trust you. And it's up to me to be able to not be stubborn, for lack of a better term, and, and build up that wall and be able to, again, regain that process and to work with you or regain right. your trust that. So both of us have to work hand in hand on that. And that's just the way I feel about it. That's a, yep, that's a team effort. That's definitely a team effort. Yeah, you have to. And I feel like retraining your thoughts, it makes you stronger mentally also. I agree. Because you can often look back and compare it like, damn, I used to be, I used to think like this. And now I think like this, but I can see the growth or the differences in how one way benefited me and the other does not. Mm-hmm. Because you may be in two different places in your life would work for you five years ago may not work for you today and may for damn sure not work for you five years from now. Right. Especially with how swiftly the world is changing. Very fast. Because I, I, I think I've said it before, even when it just comes down to things that you like, it's things that I love now that I couldn't stand maybe 10 or 15 years ago and vice versa. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's it's scary to me. I'm just like, damn, I remember when I didn't like this or this. And this like, is who like, am I? Right. Who is this person? <laughs> you look in the mirror. Is this real? Is yeah. It is it? <laughs> Hello, is it me that you're looking for? <laughs> Shoot. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I just think especially coming out of Black History Month, although this was one of the dullest Black History Months ever. I think 2022 might go down as one of the corniest years in Black History ever. But nevertheless, just kind of coming off of it, we just need to kind of refresh because, you know, throughout the month, we watch a lot of Black History movies. And, you know, this is the run of time that we, we think back on our, you know, slavery times and things like that. And I, I do think that although we should, we, we definitely need to remember our history, I don't think that is necessary per se to, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. I don't think that it's necessary to rehearse it often, if that makes sense. What you mean? Rehearse what? Like history. Like during Black History Month, this is that's normally the time where we watching all the old slave movies and things like that. And and this is around the time where we kind of get angry at white people all over again, for lack of a better word. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That I don't feel like that this is the time to do that. I feel like when are we going to get past that? 
So okay. I guess I used the wrong. I, I I may have said it wrong when I said rehearsing it because, like I said, we we definitely need to know our history. Every generation needs to know their past. But when it comes to the, like I said, the the rehearsing and the constant reiteration, I just feel like I don't know. So it gets it, it's it's a catch twenty two. It gets a little difficult for me. I don't I don't know. So for me, it was refreshing to see some new stuff being, you know, some new things that were happening with young Black people um, and to, to, today during Black History Month, you know, not even just Black History Month, but like things that were new and fresh and, you know, just things to be proud of. Um, and to add to that, because I, I did want to bring that up because I did see some really good interesting stuff where we, we, we talked about some different things last episode some different we shouted out uh the young girl who did the 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 suture thing the mm -hmm. change color i thought that was so major like absolutely i was so happy for her but when it so when i'm thinking that when i'm looking at retraining your thoughts and you're sitting here and you're talking about black history month the first one of the first things that came to my mind was the fact that i feel like kind of sort of this might stick to and speak to what Kanye was trying to do when he said Black Future Month. Was it was he calling it Black Future? Black Future Month or some shit like that? Mm. Basically, when he was basically, he was trying to put a positive, in my eyes, he was trying to put a positive spin on Black History Month and make it be like, you know, well, what do we have to look forward to in the future for Black people? Like, what's going on? Mm. What are we working on now? Okay. That's how, that's how it transcribed into my head, me personally. Because why else would you say that? You know what I'm right. saying? Right, black like, history, black future. Okay, history and future. That makes sense. Okay. So and we have so many like young people who are doing stuff. Like people are becoming more financially literate. People mm -hmm. are you know taking on the 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 responsibility of you know provide for their families via their own avenues. Like they're not even relying on corporate anymore. Nope. People are setting records. People are they working off these jobs, honey. Listen, they is making, they is breaking barriers. Yes. So I feel like in a sense, some people have been on that journey with themselves. And I feel like whether they know it or not, and you know, they probably just had like an epiphany when they're like, you know what, I just want to do this shit. <laughs> and you got to reach out to do something great. You do have to retrain your thoughts and you do have to get into a mindset where you're Going up, you're willing to follow through and you're willing to finish. And I think that yeah. takes fine tuning. It I takes agree. fine with anything that you do, not even yeah. just and it, it takes diligence. Yeah, it takes diligence and it takes persistence. Like you have to, you have to want to do it. Like there is no, you gotta do it when you don't want to. You gotta right. do it when you're tired. Like you, you have to push through. Like it takes persistence and consistency period it's just like it's like building a business if you only want to wake up one day and you say oh i want to open a store well if you only work on the options and the things to do opening that store maybe once a week or once a month you won't go i'm not gonna say you'll never open that store but almost never it'll take you forever yeah right you gotta be consistent and persistent something has to be going on all the time concerning that because that ball not gonna stop rolling at all Life's going to go on, though. Yes, it will. For sure, for sure. And the more you say, I could have or I should have, and then it's like five years later, it's like you should have. But you didn't. 
Yep. You feel it, but you shouldn't, but you didn't. Amen to that. And I want to send a positive message out to the people. Retrain your thoughts when it comes to yourself and your <laughs> outlook on the world. When it comes to yourself and your outlook on the world. Yeah. Yeah. People. Nam yo and amen. There we go. What? I was watching Jim Can't deal with you right now. <laughs> Shout out to Tina. And it made one. And we rolling. <laughs> rolling there. All right. So anyway, um, do you have any other, do you have any final thoughts? about retraining your thoughts for the people? No, that was pretty much it. Okay. Work it out, though. Yeah, work it out. I think we got, we got real deep in a real short amount of time. That was, yeah, that was, we, we got real deep real quick. Move fast. Move fast. We did. We did. We did. Well, um, you guys, I guess we are going to, we can shoot and just jump right into the boss of the week and just go ahead and wrap it up. Um, I chose this boss of the week, guys. Okay, so y'all know I rarely watch the news, right? But when I was watching the news, I happened to see, shout out, first of all, this is not a ad, but shout out to Fox 29. Anytime I do watch the news, I do fuck with Mike and Alex in the morning, okay? Or Fox 29, because they my dogs, okay? Okay? I was watching them, and our boss of the week, this is where I found him. He was the recent winner of Guy Fieri's Chance of a Lifetime show. And he, they call him the chicken guy. He's a Philadelphia native from here. Shout out to Chef Steak. That is Chef Steak, S-T-E-E-K, a.k.a. the chicken guy. He will be opening up his own restaurant with the earnings that he won in Chef Fieri's Chance of a Lifetime. So Watching that history was very inspirational. Um, I believe he, he's from, from the Mount Airy side of the city. And it was just really dope seeing a black guy who knew what he was doing with some chicken in there. I heard he makes some bomb ass cheese sticks too. So I really want to try that shit out because I'm like, I ain't gooey movies been at the top of my lens. <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> you ain't got no So again, shout out to Chef Steve. AKA the chicken guy. You are our boss of the week. We saw you doing your thing on Fox 29. You are you are, are the winner of Guy Fieri's Chance of a Lifetime. So you're doing big things. Another Philly native rocking the fucking show. And congratulations to you. Congratulations. Yes. So go ahead, Chef Steak. So you guys follow him. You guys get to his restaurant and try out his food before me. Let me know how it is because y'all know I don't like no nasty shit. So Chef Steak, I am coming your way. So that is our <laughs> boss of the week. Y'all can find him at, at Chef S. Excuse me, C H E F Steak S T E E K. So it's almost like steak, but it's two E's instead of an E A. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get to play next time I want me a cheese steak. Yeah, I said I'm gonna try him out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got I have a whole list in my phone of like every time I see like a different restaurant or something that I want to try, I just add it right to a list. I have a whole notepad in my phone of, that literally says restaurants that I want to try. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like literally just in the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. So guys, if you want to send any our way, that would be wonderful. I like to try new foods. Brother, it says I know you're a little bit finicky when it comes to food. I ain't I ain't got time to be fucking with you. 
It's thing. I don't like that. I don't, we ain't even eat a chat. You be starting your shit when it comes to food. I don't know if I want to go out and try no food with you. I might got to call one of my other good, good girlfriends because you be trying it. Like, you don't, like, you don't really eat Mediterranean food and stuff like that. I, see, I like it. It's, it's not a little funny, but I like it. Uh, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You don't even like the smell of curry. Like, who don't like curry? It's thick. I don't. It's good for your body, man. Mm. No. What you say? Me don't like that. Me don't like that. Let me But oh, we get oh, uh, listen. It's the countdown, honey, because I'm getting ready for this trip. Don't worry. Period. Don't worry about it. But anyway, nevertheless, guys. That was all we had for you guys this episode. Like I said, we got real deep, real fast, talking about, you know, retraining your thoughts, hurt people who hurt people. Mm -hmm. it, it was a deep episode. And that good old free speech that we have, but we really don't have, but we have, but we really don't have. <laughs> we can thank <laughs> the good old country of America that we live in for that. So... I guess we're going to go ahead and get out of your hair. We want to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram at to each his own 215 podcast on YouTube. We are to each his own 215 pod, P-O-D. Mm -hmm. And no, we do not have a Twitter. No, we do not have a Facebook. So you can find us on those two platforms as of right now. Um, you can find me at Miss Period Lomax, L-O-M-A-X. And Chop took the underscore out of her name, so it's just sun kiss chop or one word. And we're also wherever wherever you listen to your podcast, we're there too. Wherever you yes, listen. we are. So Google that is Spotify. There we go. Took the words right out of my mouth. So please, guys, find us, join us, join us tribe. We drop each and every Sunday at midnight. So find us wherever you listen, wherever you watch, and we'll see you next week. Yes, we will. So, bye. Thank you bye. guys for joining us.